0: This week's episode of Nerd Cognito is brought to you by Postmortem Studios and our friend Jim Despera, an award-winning game designer, and you can check out all of his stuff right now. I know, Bert, you were looking at actual fucking monsters. What did you think?
1: Uh, It's a really interesting idea. Like, normally when people play as monsters, they try to redeem them, you know, like the No, 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 uh, no,
0: (laughs) not with Jim. Jim has a darker and grittier humorous edge on everything that he does Uh, so if you're looking for a monster game actual fucking monsters is definitely the place to go Uh, if you're looking for something a little out of this world of course there is the granddaddy machinations of the space princess amazing all available at postmort.com and Lulu remember postmort.com is post mort.com and Lulu you know what to do so look for grim stuff we know that you will be thrilled with what you get truly innovative gaming from one of the most innovative minds of the last two decades in game design so check it out postmortem studios grim jim what's not to love buy something from him folks now on with the show hey 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 it is me ryan david thank you once again for tuning in to another episode of nerd cognito it's been a fun week uh it's a little slow week in the nerdosphere with the exception of one big thing which we'll get to in just a moment but i don't want to get to anything without first bringing in my friend hey bert what's going on hey Ryan, how you doing i'm hanging <clears throat> in there no you got a frog in your throat <laughs> i don't know where that came from you got to tell her to wash first uh, i uh, uh, see that doesn't work with bert because everybody knows that that didn't even happen bad joke bert uh, how was your week my friend
1: that was good, you know, not too bad. Anything exciting Usually. going on? Eh, not too much. Uh, did a little online fate on Thursday, but not a lot going on. Just ah. trying to take it easy before my upcoming vacation.
0: You know, I've had a busy week. <laughs> it's been <laughs> it's been a exceptionally exceptionally busy week. Not only is there the big news about inappropriate characters, which we'll talk about in in just a moment, but I've just been, you know, juggling a lot of different things, both in in game world and out of game world. Um, we had an impromptu game night on Friday again. Um, that was interesting. We'll talk about that a little bit later on. And uh, I don't know. I caught something that's just got me like dragging ass this week. So I'm. Do I sound okay? Am I faking it really well? Not doing too bad. That's, I can tell you're
1: a little tired, though.
0: That's that's what it's all about then. Um, normally, I'd be introducing Kyle right now, but Kyle got hit with those insane storms in the Midwest, and thank Ooh. goodness he and his family are safe. He's been checking in with me, but he has been sans power for now going on day four. So, oh, <laughs> yeah. <that> sucks. <laughs> been there, done that. But that's terrible. I I was going to, you know, make all sorts of ridiculous and inappropriate jokes about his absence. But given the situation and knowing how miserable it is, like, man, how dependent are we on the electricity, my friend? I've been there. It's no fun. It is no fun whatsoever.
1: Yeah. My power went out once for like five days. I was going to say, just
0: a couple months ago, I remember you, same thing. It just bit you and didn't come back and you know power pops up all around you but it doesn't pop up at your house and you're like what the fuck (laughs) (laughs) so anyway uh, Kyle's not going to be with us but that's okay because we did have a guest lined up this week that's a very timely guest given recent events Uh, you know him from his non-stop amusing, and entertaining, plus skyrocketing in popularity, YouTube channel. We know him as a friend, Diversity and Dragons, Double D. Welcome to Nerd Cognito. Hi, boys. Hey. How do? Uh, I'm trying to catch my breath. (laughs) (laughs) I, 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 I,
2: I always hate it when the power goes off and the people across the street must be like on a separate grid and you're looking across the street and they have power and you don't, <laughs> uh, d- yes. you you, you Let- feel so vindictive in that moment. <laughs> you're like, they have power.
0: Let me tell you we- about my neighborhood. <laughs> my neighborhood <laughs> has mm-hmm. four different power grids that intersect in a two cul-de-sac street Neighborhood, Right. We're not a we're not a plan. We're not a development. We're maybe 40 homes in, in on two streets mm-hmm. and Does
2: organically happen that way. It, huh? It's the way that it <laughs>
0: happened. So without fail, everybody else has power. And uh, us and about four other houses are on this bizarre thing that's always the last to get attended to. And it drives me crazy. <laughs> I'm on the edge of a power grid, so when ours go out, goes out, I can look
1: and see the next block has power when we don't. It's always mm-hmm. great. Yeah. It's
0: no good, because where we live, you know, we get all four seasons. So if the power goes out in the winter, we freeze our balls off, and if the power goes out in the summer, we sweat them off. <laughs> <laughs> true. That is true. I, I, there's, <laughs> there's maybe a three-week window in fall and spring where it would be pleasant to not have power, so uh how's your week been
2: uh week's been going good just uh dropped a uh, video on uh, free leagues uh, dragon bane game which i got just got the box set uh pretty cool game um yeah i kind of liked it Uh had a good time doing the video you know other than that a pretty quiet week just like you yeah,
0: <laughs> just like me. <laughs> um, yeah, I, I heard. Uh, congratulations might be in order. Well, maybe. Well, it's <laughs> it's odd. Like this is a little awkward because I, I feel like I took your space. <laughs> you did not. So. You did not. No, I know. Uh, We've yeah. talked off the air about it. Yeah. but yeah. Um, it, it's it's. It, <sighs> I'm humbled to some extent, right? Because I don't do the YouTube thing other than guesting and being a regular on a friend's channel. Uh, so the fact that my name even came up as a potential uh, Bert, I guess I should tell you, because uh, Double D, in case you don't know, Bert is everyone else in the hobby. In fact. Last week we were busting his balls about it a little because some of the other folks that have channels or shows are now calling if you are middle of the road not in tune with the the TTRPG online sphere they're now calling that burting which which is funny <laughs> But um, Bert is is he's the champion at birding, as as given his name. Bert doesn't know a lot other than what I told him, and I told him uh, when I first talked to Venger and Pundit that uh, I think that uh, I have an offer. That I'm not going to turn down here. What do you think? And he's like, what's inappropriate characters?
2: <laughs> See, that would be a crazy mouse on my channel. He, he has no social media whatsoever. So I'll, you know, I'll, I, I won't will even ask him at this point. I will just know <laughs> to tell him anything that's happening. This is going on. So, yeah, so you're not alone uh, Bert. You know not what alone. would be
0: Brilliant. We 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 have a simulcast where we just throw <laughs> online shit at Mouse and Bert and see who knows what. We'll do it like a game show.
2: Oh man, that would be entertaining. Yeah, I think Mouse would like it too. Yeah.
0: Uh, so Bert, you, you, you got to come through uh, strong for the nerd cognito team. Uh, but I I was telling Bert about it, and I said, you know, um, I I, I see lots of benefit to it. But I can also see some reservations that, that folks are going to have. And then, you know, my brain kicked in and I said, well, you know, people might dislike you for, pers- you know, the perception of being aligned with or having opinions that are shared. Although I can tell you right now that the three of us are going to have diverging opinions, probably on the first show about different things. I said, you know, mm-hmm. people are going to unsubscribe or tune out, and then I then I paused for a moment and said, no, they all hate me already. So what do I, what the hell do I have to lose? Right, I was going to say, people dislike you already, Ryan. Yeah, <laughs>
1: <laughs> there's a reason your Twitter is "I hate Ryan David."
0: Oh <laughs> that hurts, Bert. What? That hurts.
1: Well, I think you're a
2: uh, I think you're a good choice because uh, you're very professional. Um, you know I, I was able to see some of the stuff that I think you're you know you're gonna do um and i I think you I think you're going to do a but much better job than I would have and i, I did want to clear up one thing uh, They, I think pundit said, you know on a live stream, and I didn't even realize that people might think this. you know he's like, no, we didn't get rid of him, you know, he just walked away and I'm like, oh shit, you know, I didn't even uh, <laughs> I didn't even tell people that yeah there was no there was no like real acrimony or anything like that you know that i was not asked to leave i just had second thoughts and some reservations on my end that had you know kind of nothing to do with anything i still consider myself on good terms you know with uh, both pundit and venger and um i think it's better turned over you know to someone who's going to take the ball and run with it as i think you are ryan i think you're going to do a great job
0: yeah i've done nothing but after effects teases this week <laughs>
2: <laughs> yeah you, hey listen uh, I may or may not have a reputation for you know gimmicks and schlock uh, so I, I I am full um I am fully on board with any of that kind of stuff yeah I, I I really liked it
0: well you know I think that there's just so much potential and potential is the word that really made me want to jump in both feet first because these guys have amazing uh, just knowledge of the hobby and of as creators they have a great presence that's built but it's built on very core foundational stuff right they 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 sort of do this as a as a something to do it's there wasn't a lot of oh well mm-hmm. let's let's go in and make this something and I think I can I can bring a little bit of that to the table because you know I, I inherited the Twitter account it has like a hundred followers um, if we really work on presenting this as a not that it wasn't a professional sort of deal before but as a legitimate instead of yeah. just guys sitting around talking on YouTube, I mean, shit, think about how far they've gotten with guys sitting around talking on YouTube. Success beyond my uh, wildest dreams. So if we put a little bit into it, and that's one of my strong suits, I, th- I think that, that it's going to take off well. And, you know, we'll piss off no one in the process. <laughs> <So>.
2: Yeah. <laughs> of yeah, I agree, yeah. 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 Judge it. Uh, don't judge it the first time two months, judge it six to eight months down the road and see where you're at. You know, when you, when you have a couple of, you know, shows behind you in the can. And, um, I think you guys are going to be, uh, set up strongly. I can't wait to watch. I'm, I'm going to be there. Um, you know, opening night, as they say.
0: Well, I, I'm honored to have you in, in the chat for for that first stream. I just worry. They've been on hiatus for a little bit, and I think that that's going to reflect when we first get started. So it's going to be a little bit till we hit our stride, but it it's going to be a fun time nonetheless, and they're not going to get any less out of me than I would give to anything else that, that I put my mind behind. So uh, I well, hope that yeah. I can live up to their expectations.
2: Uh, it being a monthly show, uh, that that may affect you less than you think. You know, if you especially the way you're getting the word out. Um, you know, that the hiatus, I think it's really maybe just one one show missed essentially for
0: them. So shoot, knock on wood. I hope yep. you're right, man.
2: Yeah, <laughs> uh, it's gonna be fine. You're gonna do great, brother.
0: Uh, brother, <laughs> uh, I I I want to publicly give you kudos something that I think ruffled some feathers, that's Buffrow Johnson. <laughs> oh.
2: I was Bishop live. Buffrow, and, and, well, well, listen, well, hold on. I didn't do that. Those guys invaded my channel. Oh, oh, right, right, You, right, have, you right. have to understand. No, I, I, mean, I, I I, would love, listen, I would love to take credit for doing something that elaborate. But maybe. yeah, Bishop Buffro and Mousecock joining forces to just F with my channel. They did, they that's hacked right I, into you. I was live
0: watching it happen. It was... Wha-
2: Watch the stream. They tried to hack in at first. They didn't succeed. And then, boom, they got through. And now I'm up late every night sweating this. You know, is this going to happen again? So, yeah. So I would love to take credit for it. But, man, dastardly guy, Bishop Buffrow, huh? That,
0: that Bishop buffro man, he wants a new world order of tabletop role-playing.
2: And I just... <laughs> yeah. Can, can we stand it?
0: <laughs> I don't know, man. He, he has allies, too. If he does make a, uh, a recurring... Invasion, so to speak, on the show. Case, he might bring back Buff Yeah,
2: Buff is strong.
0: Oh. Got to fight it, <laughs> Bert. You have. To, I'm going to force you into the online sphere just so that uh, <laughs> you can uh, tune into diversity's Show. Just because, uh, hey, shit happens. Buffro hacks in w- with mouse, and it's it's it's, yep. it's it's a it's a tough time.
1: Uh, mm-hmm. oh. Yes, indeed.
0: I, I've got to, I've got to protect myself against that. You know, when, when we go live for the first IC stream, um, that's going to be the first stream that I'm like running ever. It's not that I'm an incompetent guy, but I'm already getting people sending me messages like, uh, are you going to boomer this up? Because <laughs> I understand <laughs> from watching their previous shows. That- well, I was going to say, well, let, let's be fair. Uh,
2: you are going to shine in comparison because uh, God bless Job. We love Job. But uh, he, he was notorious for doing the, uh, he doesn't know the microphone's live and he's yelling <laughs> at his, hey. We we always compared it in the chat to uh, Frank Drebin in, uh it, uh, the Naked Gun movie when he goes to the bathroom with a microphone. On. <laughs> we're gonna hear we're gonna hear Job going uh, taking a taking a wee wee. Uh, so, yeah, so you're you're set up strong there.
0: Uh, I, I hope so. I hope so. I I, I don't know what to expect, and uh, we'll, we'll we'll see how it goes. Um, when you were in this seat, what was your sort of expectation? I'm gonna pick your brain for some you know some professional knowledge sharing here. Uh, what should I have on my mind other than doing what I do? Because that I can just jump in and and be you know on autopilot.
2: Well, well, you have to understand that it, it, it's kind of pundit's show, right? Um, you know, and, and I and I realize that you know even you know even when I when I took it, that's not the reason, you know. I I you know kind of backed out, uh, but it is kind of his show. So you you do have to understand that you know he's going to carry most, he's going to do it, carry a lot of the water. You know, my intention was to maybe get Venger like a little bit more uh, involved than he is. Not that he's not involved, but you know, sometimes, you know, you got to find that break, you know, when, when pundits may be talking and say, Hey Venger, you know, what do you think?
0: Right. Wake him up before he falls asleep.
2: (laughs) Yeah. Pundit has a lot to say and uh, we, he, he's usually saying something very interesting Uh, But, uh, you know, if you don't watch it, you know, maybe Venger kind of gets, I don't want to say sidelined, but, you know, and he, I think Venger's fine with it. He's just kind of like listening and all that. But, yeah, try to get Venger a little bit more involved. Uh, Maybe pick their creative brains a little bit, too. You know, that's where I was going. Yeah.
0: I would love just to sit under their learning tree. Right. I I don't think it's any secret that. I'm working on something and it's going to be my debut thing and win, lose or draw. It's probably going to be my only thing. And unless it's, you know, wildly successful, ha ha. Right. Um, Mm -hmm. I, I mean, I think it's good. I'm not shitting on my own stuff, but I know how saturated the industry is right now. I want to just sit under that learning tree and absorb. And there are going to be things that I am vehemently, you know, against that they might suggest. There's going to be things that fall right in line, but man, uh, they both have a couple of years on me, or more so, I think, pundit than Venger, but not a whole lot, but they have a wealth of experience beyond what I have. Like, I have the gift to take a look at things and dissect them in the moment and talk about it. That's, That's sort of what I bring to the table, but they are bringing years in history of influence and in business with them. And so it's, it's going to be fascinating and I have to not mark out while I'm sitting there, man, it's going to be, yeah. <laughs> it, it's going to well, be a it, challenge.
2: The other thing too, I was going to say is, uh, get you and, uh, maybe get them a little bit, you know, to, to kind of interact with the chat even more than they already do, you know, cause that's, you know, people kind of ask, like, "Man, your you know your channel kind of took off, you know." And it's like, "Well, you know, I'm look, I'm doing okay. You know, it's it's not going to set any records, but you know, for almost just about one year in, you know, I've, I've probably had a little bit more success than a lot of people. And a lot of it is just cultivating your fans, and you know, like inter, like interacting with them. That's why we love doing the the Wednesday live stream that we do. You know, Mouse does a great job uh, for me, just kind of like keeping an eye on the chat, you know, putting up there, seeing what they're talking about, you know, and highlighting it. So if you can get them to maybe interact even a little bit more than they already do, you know, with the fans, I think that just creates a lot of loyalty in the end.
0: And it's it's why we all tune in, you know, I, I love your show dearly, but I probably would not be as regular in attendance for your Wednesday stream as I would if I didn't know that it was interactive. That's, you know, that's one of the things that I want to bring to it. And Bert and I have talked about this off the air with, with nerd Cognito. That's the one thing that's really a missing piece of the puzzle for us is we don't have that live interaction, but it's double-edged sword too, right? You know, we're, I am entirely committed to keeping nerd Cognito as an audio podcast and people have come Mm -hmm. to me all the time. Why aren't you on YouTube? Why aren't you doing live streams? And you know, there's, there's two reasons. One, that wasn't the intent of the show. The intent of the show is to bring our corner of the hobby to people in this medium, so that when you're driving to work, when you're at the gym, when you're out for a walk, when you're home and there's nothing on the tube, you can put it on, close your eyes, and just immerse yourself into the show. And maybe it's me being you know, old and fantasizing about being a radio guy, but I I really wanna stick to that. The second reason is uh, I have a lot of friends that do streams, I'm not here to compete and on some level even though people well you know it's a big pool no on some level you're still competing and i'd rather support my friends in a parallel lane than go right in with them because the the minute your competition no matter how friendly you are something changes and i know that i'm aware of that mm-hmm. so um hopefully nothing will change <laughs> well, I, <laughs> with ic i, I,
2: I agree I, and you know, to your point, uh, I, I do like that this is audio only, you know, because I have listened to, you know, some episodes just kind of while I was reading, too. And that's another thing, too. You can kind of, like, read through the latest, you know, your latest RPG release and just kind of listen as you're doing it. We have,
0: so, and I say this affectionately because she will smile when I say this, we have a fan that's kind of a, a, an RD simp, which uh, just does wonders <laughs> for my ego. Um, but she's, she's an e-girl that does the OnlyFans deal. Right. And she Mm. has been messaging me. I loved it. I just, uh, I listened to this before you, before I go to sleep. Sometimes I listen to it two to three times at night when I can't sleep. And I'm like, (laughs) (laughs) do you you realize (laughs) the face behind the voice, (laughs) 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 but that wouldn't have happened in the other platform, you know? Um, yeah. so, yeah. shoot. Yep. I, I guess the, as slow of a news week as it was, it was still an impactful week for me just because, you know, we had the teasing, we had the announcement that happened uh, Sunday night on Pundit Show. Uh, that went spectacularly. Um, I, I just, mm-hmm. I just, I hope I'm not setting myself up for a fall. Uh hurts you said it no i didn't you did
1: no you said it was a slow news week
0: (sighs) i did it uh double d in case you don't know the shtick at some point in the first segment and it usually happens between it, it's it's a coincidence I can't imagine how this 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 occurs but it always happens between minute 15 and 25 at some point mm-hmm. I'll say news and then the news music hits and we have to go into the news um, it, you're on oh, yeah I, I you know <laughs> do you want to stick around for the news and the rest of the show absolutely well absolutely then then let, let's get right into it um,
2: yeah. I like
0: oh. horror. Bert is a big horror fan. Our other co-host, uh, without coincidence, is a huge horror fan. Double D, are you a fan of horror when it comes to things, or or is that not I your bag?
2: I, I don't like, like uh, torture porn or any of that kind of stuff, but uh, like the old 80s, like horror movies, you know, the low-budget ones, yeah, I'm yeah. all about that kind of
0: stuff, yeah. There's a new tabletop RPG that has been announced that draws... Uh, Quite a bit of inspiration from things like The Witch and Midsummer. And it okay. looks really, really good. Uh, do you know which one I'm talking about here? I don't think so. Which one? I haven't heard anything about this, Ryan. Carved by the Garden is the name of said horror RPG. Uh, there is a preview up right now on the Big Bad drive through RPG, it is a solo RPG, which we're seeing a lot more of these come out. And I'm always very torn when I see solo RPGs. Same thing when I see, like, a solo Hmm. board game. Uh, Double D, you do some board gaming. How do you feel about solo board games? I kind of like you.
2: Um, I I suppose it's a good option, because maybe for... (laughs) some circumstances you don't have anybody to play with but i would prefer people try to find someone to play with uh yeah. you know my wife my wife is an avid board gamer and she became an avid board gamer by going to a board game group that used to meet at the local the cafe of the local grocery store oh very cool and now yeah and now there's like 30 people you know and it's it's just grown by leaps and bounds so uh, but as far as the solo experience i don't know i I'd have a hard time with that.
0: Um, yeah. If I'm going to, I can't do the solo board game thing. I can't do the solo tabletop thing just because for me, it is the social experience and um, yep. it's, it's tough. Um, well, um, I told you
2: earlier, I um, just dropped a video on Dragonbane yes. from free league, you know, their fantasy RPG. They have a solo adventure in there. Yeah. Packed with the box hmm.
0: set. I have a very good friend, Bert, you know, Dan will do solo everything, and... Right, right, he's huge on solo play, but I could,
1: I mean, I've tried one or two, but I could never get into it. If I'm setting up a board game or setting up an rpg i'd rather have somebody to play it with i don't want to go through the trouble to set it up for myself you know what i
0: mean i got all amped up about this this uh rpg and then i saw it's a solo now that that doesn't mean that you can't adapt it right i've taken Mm -hmm. solo rpgs there's one wrestling one that my friend dan and i are, are actually playing right now that's designed as a solo game but we're playing it in tandem Um, as sort of like a co-op, right? You can sometimes do that. Uh, This is a a solo journaling game that uh, has all of those horror pings in it. Uh, There's a sprawling forest and, you know, it gives you these self-reflective questions where you you go through and create a story in your mind. Now I like that because I'm a big theater of the mind guy. Um, It, it has interesting side mechanics, though, Bert. To play this game, you need a copy of well, they call it the tumbling block tower. We call it Jenga, <laughs> right?
1: Right, uh, like so. It's set up similar to um, Dread, then.
0: Yes. Yeah, uh, I was just gonna bring that up. Yeah, the, the,
2: uh, even when you said like the, these. Uh, Questions. He's like probing questions. I'm like, boy, that kind of sounds like dread. And then you said Jenga Tower. I'm like, oh, this, it, this is a lot like dread. It is a
0: hundred percent. I'm glad you guys t- keyed into this because I was gonna, I was gonna go off at the end how they didn't say that this is a reskin of dread. <laughs>
2: yeah,
0: <laughs> uh, but yeah, dread. D-
2: dread was multiplayer, right?
0: Dread was multiplayer. Yes. This is the solo version of it. So, I don't know. I, it's not. I don't even know if it's out yet. I know that the preview is up on drive Through. I ended my exploration into it as solo, Um, but it's there. It's it's very accessible. I don't imagine it to be very expensive. You probably already have all the stuff that you need to play it. Um, If it's any good, um, it's CC3, so it's Creative Commons. Someone else can reskin it to uh, yet another thing. Now, I don't know carved by the garden it might be worth a look uh i'll I'll check out the the preview in depth for next week and if it's worth a look we'll talk about it on the show how's that sound Bert?
2: sounds good to me they're probably filling a niche somewhere you know they probably felt they would uh get some kind of an audience for it you know being solo so uh, yeah wish them all, all the luck
0: I will uh, stick on the board game train for a little bit here before we divert, only because, again, the the tabletop well was a little dry this week for two weeks in a row. Um, one of our favorite designers, Bert, the team okay. behind Coyote and Crow. <laughs> <sighs> well,
1: I, which I know you hated, but I was kind of interested in.
0: Now, the, the, let me correct that statement. I was three clicks away from buying that product the day they opened their mouths. When Connor Alexander made the statement that I should not be playing Coyote and Crow, it was in my shopping cart because I had been sold on it by you. And then I was told that because of the color of my skin and my ethnic background that i should not play this game and i didn't buy it then <sighs> double d funny how that works yeah huh? uh <laughs> you you weren't around when that all happened with with coyote and crow no. that was that was right before you busted him to the scene yeah Um, I'm sure you're aware of it, though.
2: Heard plenty. Yeah. Yeah, heard plenty. Heard Pundit, I know, has done a video or two on it. Uh, Didn't the guy who made... Do the Kickstarter, didn't he, like... Even though he raised a ton of money, didn't he, like, squander it all?
0: Yeah, they... I I don't want to get into that because I know there's legal stuff still going on with it, and I don't want someone to say, "Well, look, they said here that this," mm-hmm. but there is allegedly misappropriation of funds, and and we'll just we'll just leave it at that. Shocking! I'm um, shocked. <laughs> <laughs> well, they they've created a co-op or a semi-cooperative board game that is inspired by. I know this is going to come as a shock. Indian gift-giving traditions. Wait a minute. Indigenous. My brain read it the way it's supposed to be written. (laughs) It's called Wolves, and it's crowdfunding right now on... Called Indian Giver. (laughs) No, no, no. That's what happens after they have their money, Double D.
1: Yeah, oh, that's right. That's right.
0: (laughs) Ryan, Ryan, Ryan. Um, It is a title that is straying from their post-apocalyptic coyote and crow setting, but they're getting just blasted right now because of coyote and crow. And they made their goal, but this should be a half million dollar board game, right? Mm -hmm. They're at 61 K at the time of recording.
2: Fool me once,
0: shame on you. Yeah. Fool me twice, shame on me. Yeah. So maybe that. Let
2: that, me ask you something. In, in the game, do you do you go around and take back indigenous land from um, woke companies that like to trumpet <laughs> 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 how we should give back their land? <laughs> like a maybe a Ben and Jerry's token on there or
0: something? No. It's it's it's. The, here's the thing, though. This is what kills me. The game looks good. Mm -hmm. right
2: but well that's what drew a lot of people to coyote and crow because it it kind of sounded cool right and it kind of looked cool and then you you dig you dig under the surface a little bit
0: it had great art it had good ideas that were presented and again i don't know because i ended up not pushing that button it was literally the day of the announcement serendipity but I ended up not pushing that button, so I've never played it. It'd be, well, you can't make a judgment without playing it. Yes, I fucking can! <laughs> Want to bet? Yeah. Yep. <laughs> if, I, I sure as hell can. I can make a judgment that my dollars don't go to it. And, and it's a shame, because I think. I would have had fun playing Coyote and Crow, and I think I will or would have had fun playing Wolves because it looks really good. It's got interesting mechanics. The only thing that I'm thankful for is that game mechanics can't be copyrighted, so someone that is a decent human being can knock this off and reskin it.
2: <laughs> yep. yep.
0: The price point seems fair. Um, a full production copy of the game is fifty-five bucks. You can get a, uh, you know, they're doing the the whole woke buy a game, donate a copy to underprivileged blah blah blah. Uh, they have that pledge level too. Um, it's exactly what you would expect, but it looks good. I just would, so it, disappointed. Here's
2: the thing: it it would never happen now, but there is like the basis for probably a pretty cool. RPG set in, you know, maybe like the frontier era, civil war, post civil war. You know, you could be either, you know, a you know, a US military cavalry or, you know, maybe be an Indian mm. character in a tribe, you know. I don't know, you could you could probably there's some meat on that bone maybe. Yeah, you're going to have to but it, circle back they to wouldn't this do in that. 6
0: months. No, because <laughs> Auras will be released then and Auras is time and system agnostic. Um, oh, yeah. There You go. So, um, uh, I guess nice. setting agnostic. It, it, it's its own system, right? It doesn't use the, right. the six stats. It doesn't have that. Uh, we might circle back here. Uh, <laughs> there you go. All right. You could write me a, an expansion. Send royalty setting.
2: checks to Double D at. <laughs> well, no! It would be. It would be absolutely <laughs>
0: half yours, Double yeah. D. <laughs>
2: I give it to you. Yeah. Uh-huh. But I'm just saying it's, that was kind of a cool era, you know, but I mean, you know, it's pretty, pretty savage, pretty brutal. And of course, you know, nobody would do it now because, you know, it, it would all be, you know, about the, the, the poor Indians and, you right. know, and obviously there was, <laughs> there was some stuff done. We all know, but, uh, you know, the, the Indians did fight back pretty savagely at times. So
0: you know, know, what was surprisingly a good show that this reminds me of? I, uh, what's the name of it? uh, Is it is it called The English? Did you guys see this show? It was um I did not. A British woman goes to the Old West and um just she you know, it it has as does everything with modern Hollywood, it has moments where you're like, Uh, this is political cringe. But the show was okay. Yeah, she, she went to the old west and she was captured by, you know, nefarious old white guys in the, in the old West, and they were going to do the nefarious old things to her. And, uh, this Indian that was on his own little personal journey, uh, came across and rescued her. And, you know, they ultimately fell in love and did the blah, 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 um, Mm -hmm. journeying through the West and killing white people, but it was a good show. Right. And, and it was authentic. Um, I believe it's called the English. Check that out.
2: Yeah, I've yeah, never heard of it. There's a lot of stories you could set. You know, in that, I mean, obviously, it's just like, well, this is just the Old West, but I mean, you could do it specifically. You know, for that kind of a hard edge frontier. You know, existence, right. not like the old, you know, six shooters at noon. You know, in the in the in Main Street.
1: Oh, the- so you're talking about like the Oregon Trail role playing. <laughs>
2: <laughs> oh, there you go. Yeah.
1: Yeah, the role for dysentery.
0: The English, uh, a woman seeks revenge on the man she sees as responsible for the death of her son, and falls in love with the Indian along the way. Uh, I added that last part, but it's true. It's what happened. Um, mm-hmm. uh, Amazon Prime Video, and it originally aired on BBC Two. But it's that's Emily nice. Blunt. You know, <laughs> mm-hmm. she's easy on the eyes. That's for sure. Oh yeah, uh, it was. A, I'll check it, it out. It was okay. Seven point eight on IMDb. So check out the english Um, all right double d let's take you back in the Wayback machine for your computer gaming in the mid 90s were you a big pc gamer
2: i was not i was always a console gamer you know i had um i had every you know kind of cutting edge console i was never a, a pc gamer
0: Fair enough. Fair enough. I, I I forgive you because I did both. I was <laughs> I was yeah. a spoiled brat and I had it right. But mm-hmm. uh, I was a fan of XCOM. I still am to the day. Even the reboot of XCOM, I think, is phenomenal. Yeah, yeah. Um, my buddy loves it.
2: Uh, yeah, he gets every iteration, every expansion, you know, that they've ever made, or you know, whatever they've done for it.
0: Right. So right. I know it's a good game. Yeah. There there was a quasi XCOM. Clone called Xenonauts that came out Which, which was okay But Z- Xenonauts 2 Is Coming and just on paper It sounds great Here's the premise uh, Think XCOM gameplay Right mm-hmm. In 2009 Alternate universe where the Cold War Never ended and society is starting To unravel So there's ever increasing UFO activity Now You control a multinational special forces team that's dedicated to protecting the Earth. Um, It's the love child of Xenonauts and XCOM. Mm -hmm. I might play this. It looks really good.
2: The way you read it, it sounds interesting, I gotta
0: say. This flew under my radar for, for quite some time. I didn't know it existed until today. I hate when games do that, especially when games are good. But they're eclipsed by a lot of the AAA stuff that just has all of the advertising budget, right?
1: Right, right. Yeah, I mean, you said an alternate universe where the Cold War never ended. So are you dealing with domestic as well as alien threats? Like, is this a sort of like, uh, like an alternate history sim almost?
0: Uh, it is. Uh, the game vacillates between alien and human threats. Um, it is brutally tough, supposedly, uh, per XCOM, right? And mm-hmm. you have to juggle the social and politics on the back end through sort of XCOM menu-driven play, like the base-building aspects. And in this one, you actually, it, it looks like you build fighter jets and you build uh, other stuff, so you build the resources that you that you fight these things in addition to your base, Uh, Plus, then you have the turn-based stuff when you actually get into, like, low-level combat. So I'm going to probably end up picking this up. Um, It just released two days ago. So check it out. PC only? PC only, yes, indeed. But uh, definitely take a look. Uh, I wonder... Uh, how I'll feel about it after I play it because here's the thing: there's been some other XCOM-like games that just that people legitimately love, but just didn't hit that sweet spot for me. And I'm Mutant Year Zero. I'm looking right at you. I really wanted to love Mutant Year Zero, and I just couldn't get into the 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 PC adaptation of it, not the the tabletop adaptation of it. But speaking of tabletop adaptations. <laughs> Modifius, one of our favorite tabletop companies, oh,
1: yeah.
0: is, oh, yeah. is timely launching their new Star Trek Adventure role-playing supplement for Solo Captains. What the hell? <laughs> what the hell? Star Trek Solo Adventures, Captain? the tabletop role-playing game from the London-based totally unbiased Modifius is a 325-page beast that runs under their Star Trek Adventures and their 2D20 system, but they build out their own missions as a commander and then play them out in solo RPG mode. My <laughs> head is going to blow up. This is such a waste.
2: Wow. This whole solo thing is uh, bigger than I thought.
0: It is. It's the week to do things by yourself. Don't tell my wife that.
1: I mean, it seems like it'd be a, a, a like if it wasn't for solo play, it seems like it'd be an interesting concept. You design your own mission as a captain. You, you know, take your crew on that mission. You have people playing the crew or exploring. the. It's almost like uh, it's almost like sort of being DM light. Right? Yes, Bert.
0: yes. Yes! Like that's,
1: that's the way that I would think of that. Like you're the captain, you come up with the mission and then the game throws things at your crew. So you have, you know, four or five people around the table, you know, you have your communications officer, you have your security officer, your engineer, and like everybody's got a specialty and you sort of explore that mission that you set up. That's kind of how I would set up a game like that. But I don't know that I'd really enjoy that as solo play. Cause it's interactions between like, the different officers and the different departments that make Star Trek interesting.
0: Now, here's the thing: Modifius is still a company that I can hold my nose and buy their products. I, I don't know, Double D, if if that still holds true for you after last week, um, but uh, probably not. Probably not. I mean, I look, I picked up the
2: a couple of things at their Conan fire sale, and yeah. that was like literally like right before that. I heard I got that tip about the them using pronouns from here on out, and I do have. The uh, Star Trek game that I I probably bought that like, what, four or five years ago, whenever it first came out. Um, You know, it seemed okay to me, but I still, it's still never seen the table um, here. So I don't know. I'm just, this whole solo thing, it's, to me, it's almost kind of like a canary in the coal mine for our society. I think that it's a bellwether, I think, of something deeper. Uh, Probably not, probably nothing good i don't
0: no, imagine it's absolutely nothing good i've always said that you know virtual gaming isn't and i take some shit for saying that because, oh, my group's all over the country and it allows my group from 30 years ago to still play together that's great mm-hmm. I, you know virtual gaming is better than for no sure. gaming but go out and find yourself a fucking table <laughs>
2: I, i'm right there with you yeah yeah it's Maybe it's just a hard. Maybe it's kind of like dating these days. You know, I hear from a lot of guys who are single right now that it's a, it's just a nightmare out there. And maybe it's the same when you're trying to find you're a, let's just say a normal gamer, normal person, and you're trying to find a normal group. Maybe it's just there, there's not that many. But I would still keep trying. I mean, there, there are normal people out there. That you may have to actually look older, right? If, you know, for older people because yep. they're more likely to be sane. <laughs>
0: <laughs> but <laughs> this game yeah. sounds so good if it didn't have that solo element i'm, I'm going to read you right from their hot sheet right so this is not me putting the words in this is their words it sounds great they sold me even being modifious but they didn't because it's solo here, here we go quote players can create or randomly generate their missions without a game master decide on the actions their crew will take to complete it and a vibrant story will emerge as success or failure provides unexpected twists and turns while exploring strange new worlds and discovering new life and new civilization. Da-da-da-da-da. That sounds great. Make it a GM-less game. Make it a GM-less game yep. where everybody is around the table having a great time. Um, mm-hmm. It's just kind of sad if you think about it. Like, all right, Yeah, you're doing all this,
2: but it's like, I don't know, It's who, who do you brag to? yeah <laughs> right. and look at look, as an as an exercise, maybe as a mental exercise or as kind of like a prompt for getting you in the mood for something or maybe even writing something, I could see where maybe this kind of stuff has some value. But if you're doing it solely for entertainment on a regular basis, I just it's it's kind of sad, and I really do feel for the
0: people that this is what they do. It's gaming masturbation, and it's I, I, yeah, I, there's no other way to say it. Uh, yeah, Dan has been my friend for thirty years. He is a chronic gaming masturbator. Love you, Dan. I'm sorry, <laughs> but but you are you. You've got a problem, and it's okay. Uh, it, it's it's no fun. Great sounding game, terrible letdown as a solo. Yeah, they they put good production quality
2: into their books. Like I remember being impressed at the time with like the Star Trek book. Um,
0: the books are top you know, notch. It's just the the brains of the people writing them, or leave yeah. a lot to be desired. Like I said, I can still fine. probably hold my nose and buy their products because they're not as bad as others. And we yeah. we're, we're going to be left making tough decisions when it comes to our game products. If we oh, well,
2: for sure, for sure. I I always say everybody has their own red line. You know, you look even Dragonbane it's it's pretty much a political non-woke but they do have one blurb in there about playing safely you know and it's just like right. just your standard stuff you know and it's like well for me it was fine but i yeah, i'm sure there's a lot of people who are out there you know saying like what they have that nope i'm out <laughs> and it's like I, I can't blame you you know but like you just said you know you kind of have to get your hands dirty and compromise a little now with modifius I think from here on out, I'm good not buying any more of their stuff because I think it will start to bleed in. You know, when when I first heard about the the, the pronouns and the uh, the the he they in ancient Rome, right. you know, for the cohorts cohors Cthulhu, I'm like, okay, this isn't just a space on your character sheet. This is like, okay, they're now they're starting to write these things into the game, and it'll just get worse and worse as time goes on. So that's to me, that's like, okay, I'm done.
0: Yeah. Having you know, Eldritch Horrors use proper pronouns. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, Come on, don't, guys. Yeah, don't,
2: don't get me started.
0: Uh, yeah. let, let's end the news with a smile. Um, there is a movie that is coming out that I am super stoked to go see. Uh-oh. Oh, no, I am. All right. Let's hear it. It's Margot Robbie Barbie movie. Now... <laughs> Now you may you may be questioning a, a few things here, and, and let me just set your mind at ease. She is not mid anything.
2: No, <laughs> um, no. Yeah, where that comes from?
0: Yeah, online she posted a makeupless, like natural photo where she's still a beautiful middle-aged woman, and guys online said. she's mid Hmm. she's dreamy okay i I reserve dreamy for a couple actresses in a generation the last actress that i identified as dreamy was pre-marvel pre-mega blow-up scarlett johansson choice who else should i possibly put into the dreamy role Hmm. margot robbie So I want to go see Barbie because it's supposed to be a really good, funny movie, and it just got even better. Bert and Double D, uh, turn your attention to the chat. Okay. There is a mermaid that's going to be making an appearance in Barbie when it hits theaters, and that mermaid is played by John Cena. (laughs) (laughs) that
2: is uh, pretty, that is pretty funny.
0: Yeah. Uh, John Cena's role was recently revealed in a promotional video that has the former WWE champ looking like a spectacular mermaid. Hey, he looks more like Ariel than the Disney film. (laughs) It's, it's just amazing. I'm going to have the ladies throw it up on the nerd Cognito Twitter just so that everybody can see John Cena in all of his, I guess it's a merman, right? Merman, yeah. merman glory, but uh, definitely
2: worth a look. It's, it's pretty funny.
0: <laughs> you can't see me, but I can see you, John. I can see you. And I don't know if it was a late night and you gave me too many drinks. <laughs> right. But that my friends is our news. Yeah. I, I really want to go see Barbie even more now because of this. Um, Cena has really come into his own post-WWE. I, I will say that.
2: Um, oh, yeah. God bless you. Do you him. watch the uh, the Whatchamacallit show on, uh, on Amazon? What's the character he's doing? The, the Peacemaker show? Peacemaker, yeah. Yeah, Peacemaker.
0: You know, I watched the first handful of episodes, and... After that, my wife and I were watching it together, and other stuff came around. And it's not that the show was bad; it's just, you know, I yeah, can
2: just drop, drop the thread. Yeah,
0: I, I'm, I'm, I'm just burned out on superhero stuff in general, so it was easy <laughs> for me not to go back a, a, and see it. It was a fine show; we laughed. Um, so no, I, I, I didn't see probably beyond three or four episodes, and I think that's unfortunate.
2: Yeah, I haven't either. But um, I liked. He was in what's was Suicide Squad, I think mm-hmm. the the sequel. Yeah, I thought he did pretty good in that. Um, I, I I don't like it when they make him like uh, almost like a caricature. I mean, I know that's part of the part of the character, but still, I think he could be a pretty cool character, even like straight up. But I don't know. I'll have to I'll have to watch, see for myself.
0: I think that if Cena. I mean, let's let's face it he's he's a good looking man, right? If Cena gets a serious, decent role, I think he has the chop I mean, anyone in wrestling has the chops if if they put in the time and the effort. Oh, yeah, he definitely has like that it that je ne sais quoi it, it, he gets the right role. He can legitimately be not just an action star but a legitimate leading man. and um mm-hmm. I don't know. I agree. Man, it sounds like I want to make out with John Cena right now. <laughs> oh. See, I,
1: I thought he did well as a comedic actor in Peacemaker. I laughed my ass off watching that.
0: Oh, no doubt he has he has comedy chops. I'm saying if you were to give him uh, his, you know, streetcar name desire moment, he could probably carry it and carry it well. So he needs to get a little older maybe before they offer him something like that. But. And he does need to, you know, drop the Marines haircut. Although I think he, he's doing that more lately. Let's mm-hmm. we'll see. Not that I don't have respect for for our men that serve. Um. Well, for most of our men that serve, for our men that still serve with he they pronouns, uh, I don't know. China's <laughs> laughing at you, but yeah,
2: yeah. <laughs> that's for sure.
0: Uh, Bert, Bert's ready. Bert's ready to reach through the the internet and smack <laughs> me. Uh, I better take a break and introduce our Checkmark Hero. Oh, Doc Jones, I hope you're not smacking me. Doc Jones is our Checkmark Hero this month. Doc Jones sent us eight bucks a long time ago. Man, if you want to get in on 2023's Checkmark Hero, uh, the slots are filling up for the rest of the calendar year we're legitimately into the fourth quarter so if you're interested like doc jones was interested uh go to nerdcognito.com click on be a checkmark hero at the top of the page and send us eight bucks you'll sponsor the checkmark on twitter uh the ladies on the nerdcognito twitter account will thank you indefinitely and we will get you a shout out on the show just like doc jones follow him on twitter at djonez73 the Doc has been a supporter of Nerd Cognito for a long, long time, and we couldn't be prouder to have him as this month's. Check mark Hero. Yeah, Doc's a good guy. Doc's a, Doc's a real good guy. Well, let's uh, let's sort of wrap things up. We talked a lot about board games and solo games, and we alluded to something we don't always get to talk about. Sometimes we get bogged down in tabletop role-playing game talk but uh double d i know you guys play a ton of board games your wife obviously a gamer bert and i well, are. she's no even even more than me yeah. <laughs> yeah my
2: wife's even more uh yeah vehement than me yeah she's a she's a fanatic but yeah i, I like uh i like a good board game well, what's your favorite type sure.
0: of board game that's out there right now like do you do you prefer like the super competitive or like a screw your neighbor sort of thing, more of a co-op or a, an asymmetrical. What, what do you dig? If you came over on a Friday night and we're sitting around and we're like, Oh, the regular role playing groups, not here. What the hell are we going to play? And I say, well, take a look at the shelves. What are you going to pull mm-hmm. out?
2: If it's kind of an impromptu or if like, say me and my wife, you know, we have nothing to do. I'm going to tend towards quicker, you know, shorter games, you know, that maybe maybe an hour or less, you know, maybe like the, the tiny epic kind of games, like tiny epic galaxy, yeah. something like that. Yeah. Um, but if it's something that can be planned out as an event, I like the super long board games like Twilight Imperium, oh, uh, war, like War Room. Uh, the guy who made uh, Axis and Allies right. made kind of an updated more complex version of texas and allies called war room <laughs> um so it's yeah i like games like that that take literally like all day you know we used to do um every every year a twilight imperium
0: game it Right, was you were telling on, me about uh, this before when yeah. we were off the air
2: yeah memorial day weekend and we we just couldn't do it this year because my son you know he, he's kind of key because he brings some of his friends but you know he he was in the middle of getting a new house uh, and all that stuff. So uh, we're maybe gonna boot it to Christmas uh, this year. But yeah, it's once a year. I get a trophy for the winner. I get pins for everybody that plays through. It's it's quite an event. Uh, yeah. So I I love myself some some
0: 4x uh, kind of game. <laughs> I'm gonna be yeah. making the drive up that highway Christmas time then.
2: <laughs> oh yeah. Damn. Listen. Yeah. yeah. If if we need, if if, if we need someone, I'm I, I might hold you to that because uh, uh, we we may be late uh, this year. So we'll we'll see.
1: Yeah, Dan has been trying to get us to play Twilight Imperium forever, and we just can't seem to get a day together when we have like fourteen hours to play Twilight. Imperium.
0: <laughs> <Yeah, yeah, yeah, laughs> he keeps saying, "And, and double D, you, you'll you'll chuckle at this." Oh no, 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 Rye, uh, we can do this in five hours. <laughs> you Ooh, can't.
2: Yeah. Well, let me t- let me tell you, that's um, the new version. You you definitely want to be playing the the newest version. Though, that's what I think. That, four, fourth edition, right? Right. Um, I think standard now is about eight, you know, <sighs> unless you have a table full of just newbies, then it, it probably will drag into 10. Yeah. You at least have to have... So the, the person who knows the game has to be the one keeping the action moving because you can get caught in this paralysis where everybody's just kind of thinking what they're going to do, and then it's like, holy shit, whose turn is it? You know, we've been just <laughs> staring at this map for 15 minutes, and it's like, all right, you're on the clock, boom. There's Somebody makes like a good... Um, almost like a computer uh, organizer for the game, you know, that I c- kind of cast in the room to right. kind of say, okay, it's your turn. This is the phase you're on. Let's go, you know, boom, boom, boom. If you have somebody like that keeping the action moving, I would say six to seven hours is doable with a group of most mostly veterans. Right, right. And, and we would I have just, half and <laughs> half. It ain't going to happen. Yeah, probably about eight, eight to nine, uh, if it's half and half. You know, we, we've we've done this for 10 years, uh, so we have a lot of games under our belt, a lot of epic games. Um, but yeah, I think the longest we ever went is 13 hours, but that was third edition, eight players, uh, just, you know, pretty competitive, grueling game. But man, it, it is so worth it. I mean, you're starting at noon, you're ending at like one thirty or 2 in the morning, <laughs> and finally, you know, somebody emerges as, as uh, you know, the winner. And it's like, there's a sigh of relief because you're thinking, you're thankful for it, you know, because it's over, but you're also like, damn, that was memorable, right. you know, like all the shit that happened. You invaded my home system. Why? And my son does that to me all the time. He invades my home system. All <laughs> shit that you would not
0: have those feelings for in a solo environment. That's all I'm going to say. Oh, oh um, exactly. Exactly. Last week we played Eldritch Horror, which is my favorite. It's it's fully co-op, you know, terror of the, the ancient ones coming back. We got absolutely destroyed in about three hours last week. Uh, well, we, we said, well, we've got to do better because we, we haven't had our butts handed to us like that. Uh, we had a six-and-a-half-hour marathon uh, this Friday, and uh, Hypnos ended up putting us all to sleep in the dreamlands. Damn. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, nice. yeah, so we're, we're 0 for 2 on the last two weeks. But uh, I've been you keep that up, you'll have my dead of winter record. Oh, uh, I won Dead of Winter.
1: I don't I'm know. What 0 and you're talking 12 about. on Dead of Winter.
0: <laughs> I was there you the night you
1: won oh, with course. the trader mechanic. That's right.
0: That's
1: <laughs> You right. were the only winner in a
0: co-op game. <laughs> Nobody saw it coming. <laughs> and you really didn't. Nobody saw it coming. Usually you could you can pinpoint the trader even if you have a good Trader, because once you've been playing with a group for so long, uh, in any game that has a traitor mechanic, you you, you know, you know, you, do you guys
2: like those games like Werewolf and
0: Two and all that stuff? I'm more into the bigger traitor mechanic games like a Battlestar Galactica or an Unfathomable. Unfathomable, uh, Unfathomable is probably my current fave, um, uh, unironically, also in the Arkham Files series of games, um. But it, it's spectacular. It's it's really good. I can see that. Uh I definitely um am, am all in on co ops and semi co ops right now.
1: Then there's guys more like marks. me who likes uh, who like long point salad type games like Terraforming Mars and uh, <laughs> I like that game
2: too. Yeah, my my wife she's always saying she's like, why don't we play Terraforming Mars more? And I'm like, right. I'm like, yeah, but you you do have to kind of you know set aside a that's like what three four hours I think. So that's a
0: whole evening,
1: right? It depends, um, but yeah, normally you're looking at three four hours depending on how many players you have.
0: Yeah, that one, yeah, and I can't say anything about scaling with players because Eldritch Horrors does that too, but. Um, Terraforming Mars definitely game time skews directly towards the number of players that there are.
2: It was fun though. We played once and I I do remember
0: we had a pretty good time with it.
1: I'm just waiting for the the last expansion. Mm -hmm. Fair Um, enough. But they announced the uh, second, the Prelude 2 expansion but I still haven't seen a date on it as of yet. I'm looking to see if they announced anything on the Maker's website. No good. no, I'm not seeing anything as of yet. I'm just looking for news
0: No, we, we, um, no. we already did
1: that uh. Uh, yeah, yeah no, uh, no, I don't see anything uh, no updates as of yet.
2: Oh well. then not- you guys have you guys ever played Fury of Dracula?
0: Yes, <laughs> that's a very good. <laughs> that's, that's one of I our favorites.
2: yeah, I love that game.
0: I've got the 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 old games workshop version of it with the pewter miniatures. <laughs> Oh, really? Um, And the new one, because, you know, I need multiple copies of the same game. Uh, (laughs) But I actually was just doing a little cleanup in the game room last week, and uh, I came across that and the old, old, old version of the original Advanced Civilization, which is pretty much, you know, Sid Meier's inspiration for Civ. And uh, Mm -hmm. I was like, oh, Memory Lane. (laughs) So. (laughs) Uh, speaking of memory, let's take this moment to jog your memories, to do the things that we want you to do. Our guest of course is double D and his channel is on the YouTube. So go to YouTube, search diversity and dragons, give him a subscribe. I think you'll be very, very pleased with the content that will be coming your way while you're in your browser. Take a moment to go to the podcast provider of your choice and make sure that that subscribe button is also smashed for us here at NerdCognito. That way you will get every episode of NerdCognito as they come at you weekly. You don't have to fight for them. They will just deliver to your device of choice. There's, of course, all of the Twitter things. You can make sure that you are subscribed to at NerdCognito. That's the ladies that run our NerdCognito Twitter account. Uh, that is where you can get a preview of all of the good stuff that we talk about, plus you'll hear pithy little things that they have to say about what's going on in the nerdosphere. And sometimes there just might be a little me whispering in their ear. You can follow me on Twitter. If you so choose at I hate Ryan David and follow our guest for sure. Double D at we Wheaton, W E E W H E A T O N a little tip of the hat to the video that put him on the mark. And if you hate Will (laughs) Wheaton, you will enjoy that video as well. You can't follow Bert because he's smart, but Bert said that I can use his spot to also plug inappropriate characters, which is going to be my home once a month moving forward. Make sure that you're following inappropriate characters on Twitter so that you can get Twitter updates. Uh, I'm actually going to be managing that Twitter account, so uh, it's been left in the wayside in days past, but we're trying to resurrect it see if we can get some traction at it. So follow inappropriate characters on Twitter, just search for it and go to the YouTube channel, which is most important and give inappropriate characters, YouTube channel, a subscription to Jesus. We had a lot of plugs this week, Bert.
1: <laughs> yeah, I know, man. That's crazy. You're going to overload your surge protection. I've
0: got to overload my brain. I can't believe I made it through all of that stuff. Uh, more D, plugs than
1: Elon Musk's head.
2: <laughs>
0: <laughs> hey, thanks for thanks for swinging by this week. Really appreciate it. Um, it's always a pleasure, whether it's your place or mine, as the as the saying goes. Uh, but we always have a good time and. Thank you for having me. I uh, I
2: enjoyed it and uh, love to come back or have you guys on for like sure. Th-
0: like I said, open door, my friend. Uh, you know where we record. It's not like I'm going to kick you out of yep. there. You can you can swing by whenever you see fit. Uh, Bert, anything you want to throw at the peeps this week? No, I think I'm good. All right then. Well. Make sure that you've gone through that giant list of stuff, subscribing on the YouTubes and following on the Twitters and doing the things. Uh, We appreciate each and every one of those clicks. They they really do make a difference, and we're very sincere about that. Uh, My name is Ryan David. As always, it has been a pleasure. We had a lot of fun this week. Thanks for tuning in, and we will talk at you next week. Be safe out there, everybody.